You're listening to MOG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel where we help you to see real and practical Christianity from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. How are you doing? How's your day going? I believe it's awesome. Now let's get into it. So today we're going to be talking about faith. And as usual, we've been talking about faith for like two weeks. So let's continue. But today's one is faith is authoritative or you are authorized by faith. Whatever, whichever one you want to do, uh, whichever one ends up as the... Uh, as a topic just bear with us all right now let us move on and we're going to start with this statement when we walk by faith we draw from the power inside us but that power is not all we draw from we actually draw more than just power we draw something else but now look at the power the power itself is awesome fantastic like that power is immeasurable Ephesians 3 verse 20 tells us now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we may ask or imagine according to the power that works or is at work inside us so that power is immeasurable immeasurable meaning that no matter what you throw at that power the power does so much more it's like uh, a generator right and the different kinds of generators have different kinds of capacity so can you imagine using an industrial generator the one that they use to power a whole factory and you're just using your house and all you want to do is plug a light bulb <laughs> like it can do exceedingly more than that in fact it may even blow the light bulb because what it can power is so 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 can we stretch this so some more so much more so much more Look at this. Look at Ephesians 1, verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to also believe according to the working of his mighty power? That, work, that, that means that power is mighty. It is like jim, jim, bim, bim, boom, boom. Massive power. It does so much more than we can imagine. Exceeding greatness. The word hyperbolo. Hyperbolo means that it can do much more. Much, much more, more. And the example I love to use because it's too classic is you want to destroy a mosquito, you use an atomic bomb to bomb a whole nation to kill one mosquito. That just tells us that power can do so much more. So I don't care what problem you have in your life, whatever mountain, whatever issue, that power is much more than it. That's why when Jesus said to the fig tree, be dried from the roots, no man eats from fruit, fruit, fruit. What? No man eats fruit from you, right? After he said that, the next thing is the next day when Peter so excited said, Look, Lord, the tree you cursed, man, is dead, it's gone. And Jesus said, Look, that's not that's not that's nothing. That's nothing. If you will say to this mountain, so he shifts it from a victory to the mountains. If you say to this mountain, may move and cast into the sea, because the power is no respecter of whatever it is. It doesn't care. That power made the universe. So what is a mountain? What is a problem? That power is too capable, is too much, and God has it all. That power is inside us. And so that's amazing. It is what amazing. Look at that. That power is what raised Christ from the dead. I've always said this that that is the greatest display of the power of God, even greater than the than the power or the expression of God's power in creation. That power raised Christ from the dead. Christ was not meant to get up from the dead. It's not different from someone like Lazarus who died for his own sin. Bam, died. That power raised Lazarus back. But Jesus' own death was exceptional, right? This guy was dead spiritually. This guy was dead physically. This guy was gone. All the sins of the universe weighed on him. This guy was not meant to get back up. 
But what happened? That power in him, that spirit in him that went to the grave with him was much more than whatever had weighed him down. And that power on the third day said, you know what, I'm busting out of here. And boom, the power came out and blah, blah, blah. Christians today, glory to God. (laughs) So it can do so much more, right? Now, it's great, but that power is not all that faith pulls on when we use it. Look at this. God's power is also authority. And authority is the right to command and expect obedience. The way you want to understand authority is this. Have you ever seen those officials that just raise their hand in traffic and just tell you, hey, stop. And I look at this guy. Yeah, you are very upset. Look, I would jam this guy right now. But you always stop. Why? Because that guy is authorized to tell you to stop. That guy has authority. He has a right. He's authorized. He has a right by the government, by the higher power that you are subject to, to tell you, my guy, stop, and you will stop. Because you know that if you don't, man, what's going to fall on your head? You're not going to like it. Glory to God, right? (laughs) Now, that's authority. Now, we see in the Old Testament. Now, I keep on calling Old Testament because Christ had not been raised from the dead. So, everything there was Old Testament. So, in, okay, let me just say the four, four Gospels, right? So, Luke 10, 19 says, Behold, we see Jesus, you know, exercising authority right before he even died and rose from the dead and came up with all authority he actually had authority back then he was authorized to do things right there's a difference between him who was on the earth like and the one who rose from the dead there's a difference but even uh, as a man who was on the earth right god in man he had so much power and then when he rose from the dead my goodness he now became fully God, fully like he was always fully God, fully man, but then he now had all the authority. Like he now went back to his place as God and as a man fully. And so that's why what we have now is greater than what Jesus had when he was walking on the earth with two feet. But he's still a man right now. <laughs> so Luke 10 19 says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. It cannot dare to hurt you. This is a consciousness you must have. So people feel that, oh, when when I tell Satan to get out of here, when I do this thing, they will retaliate, they'll come out for me. I wish they would, man. I'm gonna cut their head off. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> says nothing shall by any means hurt you they cannot hurt you what, look at that word power there i give you power to dress up as a scorpion it's not just power in fact the greek word is exousia exousia actually means authority it's not power exousia is authority so what that means is that you have been authorized he has given you what authority you've been authorized to carry out these things to tread on serpents and scorpions this is just figuratively talking about the enemy the devil you can tread on his head you can deal with them and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you that is authority that is what authority you are guaranteed not to be hurt so definitely you can claim this the reason you are being hurt uh, when you mess with is because you don't know your rights so they want to in quotes retaliate they don't let me use the word they're no born them well they cannot try their try it to retaliate are they okay are they mad we're gonna deal with them my god glory to jesus all right so now that is delegated authority he delegated he gave the authority to the disciples to use this that is different from what we have in our own case it is not delegated in our own case it is actually like we have the same authority he does so he's not delegating to us rather we share the authority i'm coming to that i'm coming to that i'm coming to that i'm coming to that right (laughs) so let's look at how jesus walked in that authority 
on the earth, right? Matthew chapter 8, verse 23. And when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him, and behold, arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered and the waves, you know, tossed them up and down like, uh, what, what did it, what did it toss them around like? Just playing ball or something. I think guess the waves had a soccer match and were kicking that ball. Say, hey, you take it. You do a leg over. Ah, and the ship was just... Boof, boof. And Peter was like, ah, my God, we're going to die. We're going to die. You know, Peter was always the dramatic one. And Thomas was like, I knew we were going to die. Oh, I just knew we were going to die. We're going to die. They were all like, ah. But guess what? Christ was asleep. He was sleeping. Because the guy's like, man, I cannot die here. <laughs> I cannot die here. I know who I am. I know who I am and who God says I am. It's time for you to move beyond the song and actually know who you are because the guy was asleep. He said, man, nothing can harm me. And so he was asleep. And the disciples came to him and woke him up. He said, Lord, you irresponsible. Jesus Christ, sleeping in this kind of storm. How dare you sleep in this storm? I got kids. I think Peter, Peter was married. I don't know if he had kids by then, but I got kids. And you want me to die here? Did I send you to call me and tell me to follow? Share what you said that I should follow you. I said, depart from me, Lord. I'm a man on clean mind. I don't want to tell you I'll fish for men now on this boat. Da 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 da. Say, wake up, wake up. You have to wake up. Get up. I can't die here. I can't die here, Lord. I can't die. <laughs> I can't die. How they say Peter died? Peter died in, in water. Oh my goodness. This is so dramatic. <laughs> so there's sailors, save us. We perish. We perish. Save us. We perish. And Jesus said to them, Why are you so fearful? <laughs> Oh, you of little faith. Yeah, you people, your, your lack of faith disgusts me. That's another way of saying it. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the seas, and there was great calm. Mm. Like the silence right now. <laughs> there was great calm. And the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this that even the winds and the seas what? Obey him. So it means it was not just that he used power and like boom and just separate. No, he actually used authority. He like a commander. It's like imagine like a, a major in the army and then some recruit soldiers that's coming around and, and messing around and say, Hey, fall in line. And they're like, Oh, sir, we, we're sorry. We we didn't know. We uh, we, we we honestly, sir, we we did not know. We did not know. We are sorry. Right? So the winds and the seas like, oh sorry, sir. We, we, my bad, my bad, my bad. No ne- ne- next drinks on us. Next drinks on us. My bad, my bad. And they just fizzled away like the cowards that they are. See that? Because the truth is that the storms had a spirit behind it. You know, you have to understand life is not just uh life's not just natural. Life is very, very, very spiritual. And so there were actually forces behind that storm that just spoke to say, Hey, shut up. And they what calmed down. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's going to happen whenever you speak because you have the same authority that Christ has in fact you have more than what Christ had when he was on the earth as a man look at that <laughs> so now they obeyed Jesus right it wasn't a power thing it was an authority thing first power backs up authority see that the reason why you obey that loma guy who is telling you stop is because if you don't my goodness then the full force of the law the power of the law is going to come upon your head maybe a gun is going to get pointed at you or something that's the power of the law right (laughs) so when your consciousness is on authority you will not realize you don't have to use force if you're commanding words are enough words are what they're enough 
You don't have to scream or anything. Words are very, 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 very much enough. You don't have to scream. You just have to declare, just have to speak. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. Jesus just spoke. Right? Look at this. Matthew or Mark 9, verse 14. And when he came to the disciples, he saw a great multitude about them and the scribes questioning him. And straight away, all the people, when they beheld him, were greatly amazed and running to him, saluted him. And he asked the scribes, What question? Are you with and one more to say to you, Master, I have brought unto you my son, which has a dumb spirit. And wherever he takes him, he tears him and foams and gnashes with his teeth and pines away. And I spoke to his disciple and or your disciple, and he could not cast him out. He answered him and said, Oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him to me. Now that's a man that has authority. See that? This is not the force kind of thing. Like, I'm going to use power. No, it's just, ah, come on, bring him to me. The confidence was off the charts. It was really off the charts. Bring him to me. So, now look at this. And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him straight with the spirit, tore him and fell on the ground. And Because, see, they know who has authority. You see that? They know who has the authority. So, once they just, the spirit saw him. Ah, sir, oh God. <laughs> hey. I'm in trouble. Oh, my goodness. Pat fell on the ground. I'm going to. Because the thing knew, the disciples came around. It means that the disciples didn't understand the authority that they had. Yeah, you get. They actually were in unbelief. They didn't understand. Oh, you have this authority. They didn't understand it to that degree. Right? Because, as I said before, sometimes when I see a demon thrash around, I say, ah, you know, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. The guy going to get me. Uh, say, so you're, you're just commanding and say, come on. Come on, boy. Your, your heart is cutting. No, 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 no. In this case, he just said, bring him to me. He can't dare to stand my words. And that was true. So, verse 21, he says, And he asked his father, How long has it been since this came to him? And he said, oh, Since he was a child. And over time, he has cast him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Yes, if you can what? Believe. And so the father of the child cried out and said, It is, Lord, I believe. Help me with my unbelief. I don't understand. Such a serious contradiction. I believe. Help me with. <laughs> Lord, I believe. Help me with my unbelief. Okay, maybe you say, Lord, I believe, but the part I don't believe, please help me there. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying to him, You deaf and dumb spirit, I charge you, come out of him and enter him no more. Now, is it not funny that he rebuked a deaf and dumb spirit, but the characteristics of the spirit were what? That it would tear him up and throw him into fire, and he would thrash and foam at the mouth. It's just crazy, but it was a deaf and dumb spirit. Well, that's why when we talk about descending spirits, it's a whole different ball game because you have to know by the spirit that this is what is actually happening. Crazy stuff, right? <laughs> so the spirit, now look at this. So come out of him and tell him no more. That is authority. Say, I charge you. I command you. You see, when you have authority, you command. You rule by edicts and decrees. You declare, out! And the spirit cried and rent him so and came out of him and he was as one dead. As much as many as said, he's dead. But, you know, he picked him up and gave him back to his father. That's the truth. So that was pure authority being expressed right there. Right there, right there, right there, right there. Pure authority. So yes, he dealt with the devil. Made him a small boy because he had authority. He commanded total authority. When I'm, I'm reading these things for you to realize that you have the same authority. So you're not going to be begging the devil or him by faith. Get out. Sit and leave. No, no, no. He has to leave because you have authority over him. Look at Luke 7, verse 6. Then Jesus went with them, and when he was now not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying unto him, Lord, 
Don't trouble yourself, for I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Wherefore, neither thought I myself worthy to come to you, but say in a word, and my servant will be healed. For I am also a man under set authority, having under me soldiers. Notice he said, say, and my servant will be healed. He now explains why he said, say. He says, I'm a man under authority, and I have soldiers under me, and I say to one, go, and he goes. And to another one, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does that. So, he's saying that, look, in authority, you command, and what you command happens. That's it. You command, and what you command happens. The, the people you command, they do things. When we speak, angels move. When we speak, the power of God goes into operation. When we speak, we speak with authority, being backed up by the power that made the universe, the power of God. And so, when we speak to situations, to devils, to whatever, they obey us. They have no choice. When you understand this and you're saying to the mountain, be moved, and the mountain is still looking at you, you say, you're dead, you dead, you dead. You just leave it alone. That's why I just spoke to the future and left the because he had already commanded. The tree had no option but to die. That's how much authority you have. So he says this and says, and when just when just heard these things, he marveled and said, turned to him and said, to the people that followed him, I have not seen such great faith, none in Israel. The man recognized the authority of Jesus. Verse 10, and they that went with him returned to the house, found the servant whole that had been sick. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> now that authority didn't stop there. Glory to God. It trickled down to us. Matthew 28, verse 18. And just said to spoke to them, saying, All power is given to me. That power is the word exusia. What power is the word exusia? It means authority. So all authority is given to me in heaven and earth. So on in heaven and on the earth right and that verse of scripture just told and said I'll, I'll i'll give you keys to hell and death uh, whatever you or no sorry i'll give you keys is it hell and death or or heaven and earth that whatever you bind on earth you bind in heaven whatever you lose on earth you lose in heaven so we actually have you know like <laughs> we actually have the keys right we have the keys i think that's matthew chapter 18 verse 18 very lesson to whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven whatever you lose on earth shall be losing heaven Verse Matthew 16, verse 19, and I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you shall bind on earth is bound in heaven, and whatever you shall lose on earth is lose in heaven. I see that. So that, that is talking about authority. Whatever you say, allow is allowed. Whatever you disallow is disallowed. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how authority works. Whatever you allow is allowed. Whatever you disallow is disallowed. It is your mouth. You are the one who has the authority. You are the one who speaks. You are the one who is in charge. We have the keys. Say with me, I have the keys. I have the keys. Yeah, you do. You have the keys, keys, keys. Have you heard that song? You got the keys, keys, keys. You've got the keys, keys, keys. You have the keys. You have the authority to speak command and it things. It's a things. Whichever one will actually obey you. They have no choice in the matter. Just imagine Satan. He said, hey, Satan, come here, you small boy. He said, oh, oh, just, uh, gotta, just gotta come. Just gotta come. He gets, and he comes here. Yeah. say, okay, go buy me some granites. Oh, I hate this guy so much, but I have to obey him. Go by the ground, come back. Yeah, but you guys say, make sure you smile while doing this. <laughs> okay, I'm smiling. <laughs> I'm smiling right now. It's a good boy, good boy. Rub his head for him. Okay, good. Nice ground. Ah, this ground is born. I want to roast the ground. Take it back and make sure you bring the change. It goes, ah, he looks. Satan hates you so much, but has to obey you. Isn't that crazy? When you understand this, it's like a reverse, it's a flip in your head. Oh, I thought the devil was out to get me. No, you are the one out to get him. <laughs> The guy's in trouble. You don't understand. The dude is actually in trouble. And he knows it. But you can be there saying, uh, 
Uh, I have no authority. Nobody knows the trouble I see. Nobody knows my sorrow except my ignorance. Yeah, because you are ignorant. Concerning these things, I would not have you ignorant. Glory to God, you have the authority. So, he said he, what? He said, all power is given to me in heaven and earth. All authority, that authority is given to me. Then, next he says, go into all the world. Why? Because he knows that once his authority has been given to him, it's been given to us because he's the head, we are the body. There is nothing the head has that the body does not have. The head has blood, the body has blood. You get, let me even say this, that the head is part of the body. So when we talk about head, we are actually not just talking about head, head, head. But in a figurative sense, head is just the authority, the source where everything else comes from. So we have the same authority as Christ. Beautiful. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6, and has raised us up together, raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So look at this. He raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now you have to understand that heavenly places there is like a realm. It's not heaven as you think. No. When he says he has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places, that heavenly place actually is talking about the spirit of God. Right? Aha. We when Jesus said, I go to the Father, right? He said, I'll send the gift or promise of my father. He's not talking about the promise of his father, right? Jesus also spoke in the book of John about how he will come. He said, I will, he said, whoever loves me, I will love him and will make our abode inside him, will live inside him. So really, the, uh, the, the idea of heavenly places, to sit together in heavenly places, or is just talking about the spirit of God coming to you. It's like the kingdom, right? We say we're in the kingdom of God, right? The kingdom of God is in righteousness, peace, and joy. We're in the Holy Ghost. So really, when the Holy Ghost is inside you, is inside you God's kingdom is inside you. So really, this heavenly place is just talking about God's spirit coming to live inside you. God's spirit is God's power. God's spirit is also God's authority. And when God comes to live inside you, his authority and his power live inside you. Ephesians 1.20 which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. Are you seeing that Christ was set when he was raised from the dead? He was what set at his own right hand. That's Christ was placed in authority. There's the whole explanation to this, really. That God, as God eternal, you know, um, unseen, unrestricted, decides to come as a man. So God, let me use the word, a version of God comes out of himself. And that, that version goes into a body called Jesus Christ. And so God is now God eternal, but at the same time, God, because he is God, is now God in a human body. That's what we call Jesus. And then at the right time, Jesus dies, goes into hell, and then rises. When he rises from the dead, he is now pleased because as a man, he's restricted, right? As a man, he has to go to the toilet, do all those things. He's restricted. But when he rises from the dead, right? Okay, as a man also, imagine he has to pray, he has to do all those things. He has to, like, as a man, even he had, he had God, that's the life of God inside him, the power of God inside him, he was still as a man restricted, right? So he had a limit to what he could do. But when he was raised from the dead, he was raised back to that Godhood that he had before the world began. And so he's now fully God in expression and power, fully man. And that's what we mean by all power, right? All power. So we now have the same kind of power and authority that he has as God and as a man. He has identified with us as a man, but as God, we now have that same authority and that same power, right? And how does that happen? It happens by the same spirit inside Christ coming into us. That's just the secret, right? Now look at verse 21. It says, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, 
principality power might and dominion is just talking about angels really honestly just talk about angels because in the old testament you see the story of daniel they were called princes also michael the prince the prince of persia all those things they are actually spirits so principality power might have dominion just talking about angels right and says so whether it's angels or fallen angels we have authority over every single one of them and that means even what the authorities of the world we have we we have superseding authority and that's why what the church allows on the earth happens and what the church disallows on the earth does not happen in the place of prayer so that's exactly how we do things is that and every name that is named so what i sickness that this is this is whatever it's situations we have authority over it not only in this world but that in that one which is to come look at that awesome verse 22 and has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head of all things to the church so that as everything was put under his feet he gave that headship to the church so we have the headship we have the church we have the body of christ oh my goodness glory to god all right so everything is subject to us it is also why jesus spoke this way in mark 11 verse 23 he says for verily i say unto you whoever shall say to this mountain be moved and cast into the sea you say you instruct the mountain to move imagine see always imagine that your situation is has ears and you instruct it to move and it has to obey you like the wind and seas the mountain has obeyed the fig tree all of those things just address them as if they could hear because they actually can hear in the spirit so when you tell them they have to obey you glory to god <laughs> so these things have no right to disobey you because we are kings the bible tells us that we are kings and priests of our god so we rule and reign with christ forever glory to god so definitely today you want to take authority over situations whatever it is in your life that has lingered or stayed or stagnation or whatever or you've been cheated or whatever it's time for you to take authority speak to your bank account and say my guy fill up <laughs> speak to that job that you're looking for say hey, job come to me in the name of jesus and you stand now so when you speak authoritatively right see when a general commands a general does not move why because he knows that he cannot disobey his command so he stands his ground no matter what he's seeing he knows that you must align to me you must align to me and that's how we must be when we speak in faith in the faith of god we speak we wait we know that our our our, our edict must be obeyed we walk as if it has been obeyed we talk as if it has been obeyed we behave the way we you know we would behave after the thing has been obeyed that's what we do because we are rulers we rule with christ glory to jesus awesome okay so we have come to the end of today's episode i believe you've been blessed you definitely blessed. you say you were not blessed you're lying <laughs> you're blessed praise god now i want to remind you about healing sweat that's happening on the zoom platform like it's happened two days in a row now and today is the last day man we have seen crazy testimonies yesterday a person had scoliosis and it just went like boom if you don't know what scoliosis is scoliosis is coverage of the spine and the person just boom person says my spine straightened right on the call we had over 200 and something people on the call uh, just you know calling from different parts of the world and everything i mean from us and other countries and it was awesome people were getting healed left right center the testimonies are still rolling in if you've not been on those calls you'll be missing out there are two reasons or three you should be on that call it's not just uh about oh i'm not sick in my body well well but don't you want to heal the sick don't you want to see god's power manifestation you need to come out today or tonight because by 8 p.m tonight nigerian time um that should be gmt plus one same as london time tonight we're going to be activating people to walk in healing power i'm going to be praying and the power of god is going to be coming on people and they'll be activated 
and charged up to go heal the sick also so you don't want to miss out on this it's going to be amazing it's going to be amazing don't miss out glory to god and of course don't forget that every single morning we're praying on the mixlr app mixlr on the play store and the app store just go there type mixlr and you're going to get the app and then look for young ecclesia nation on it follow us and every morning by 6 a.m check in with us because we're going to be praying from 6 a.m to 6 30 do not miss out to build consistency in your prayer life and other things glory to god all right thank you guys for listening tune in this is MOG channel we'll help you to see a real and practical question from god's word and have a wonderful day bye-bye If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram, that's pst.essien, pst.essien. See you there.